1: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order, additional term supply.
2: What's up? It's your boy, The Ted Smith from the Men's Room. And did you know I have a podcast? Well, I do The Podcast. New episodes uploaded every Wednesday on the Odyssey app.
0: Fortunately, what you're about to hear is real. The members of this radio program are simply not that bright, or what some people would call educated. They are merely stupid. They're not trying to offend anyone on purpose. And all have played doctors on TV. You have been warned and are cordially invited to join the party. This is the men's room. Forget it, man, and get with the countdown. Get, 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 get,
2: get with the countdown. Shake this square world and blast off the Dixville. <laughs> The trippers, the grasshoppers, the hippos, all gathered in secrecy and flying high as a kind.
0: This is The Men's Room with Miles and Thrill. You know what they say, shake your radio more than three times and you're playing with it. You're listening to The Men's Room. <laughs>
3: it's
2: a And away we go. Welcome to season 19. And episode number 4023. Along with Steve the Thrill Hill, The Chance Man, and my cock, Montgomery! And you, Artemens Row. Tap today, the return of who sucks less. less. We will play profile. This plus headlines, midstream shot of the day, fun listener emails, and everyone's favorite TV time with Ted. Click clock. Drink drunk. All right, here we go to North Carolina, where one McDonald's employee isn't loving it at all. Meanwhile, a man who goes in to get a penis enlargement a surgery ends up being rather small. To New Mexico, where they now want to make having sex with a corpse a crime. Minnesota truck driver almost drove his truck for the very last time, and a dog in Oklahoma is actually happy and a cat lives with him in the house. That is all coming on today's very special episode of The Men's Room.
0: And now, here's the question.
2: Hola,
4: bitches. Good day to you and yours, and let me be the 8,000th person to wish you a happy New Year. Speaking of New Year, a flight from Guam to Hawaii. It was supposed to cross the International Dateline, and that would give passengers two New Year's Eve celebrations. and believe it or not, some of the passengers only bought the tickets for that reason. Kind of a cool thing. Mm-hmm. But it's a flight. and unfortunately, flights get delayed, including this one ended up landing in Honolulu after New Year's Eve. So if you spent your money for that double celebration, yeah,. Went, went. Now speaking of New Year's, did you make a resolution? And a new poll, only one-third of us, 33% of people, made a New Year's resolution. Another 16% say they plan to, they just haven't gotten around to it yet. Which makes me think I can think of the first resolution you should make, be decisive. But whatever you resolve to do or to not do, it's usually based on making things better than they were the year before. For example, here's a positive. A man suffering from a rare eye disease, that would be trypanic plexus neuralgia, but you knew that. He traveled from Brazil to Connecticut for what they call a life-changing surgery. Not only has 10 years of pain gone away, but with this improved vision, he can continue his pursuit of getting his pilot license. See, good stuff. On the other end of the spectrum, a Turkish man went to get a penile enlargement surgery. He got the surgery and ended up with a smaller penis. He was hoping to add about two inches, ended up losing about half an inch. Now he's suing. Now, another example of opposites. A man won $30,000 on a scratch-off ticket that he received as a stuffing stocker. Good for him. A different man lost his entire life savings in a cryptocurrency scam. Bad for him. But these yin and yang stories got us thinking about our own victories and failures over the last year. And it brought us to today's question, right? You can't help but reflect back when early January hits. We all do it, and God knows even people like us remind you to. So this is what we want to know today. What happened last year that you hope does not happen again, and what happened last year that you really hope
2: happens again? Be a part of the big show called 206-803-ROCK. You can like the Men's Room on Facebook, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Men's Room Live, and send your emails to the men's room at KISW.com.
0: You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
2: The debauchery rolls on. You're listening to The Men's Room with Miles and Thrill. 99.9. Oh, but tell us, away we go. Welcome to season 19 and episode number 4023 with a large and in charge program we have for you today on our first day back. The exciting return of Who Sucks Less. Steve, are you giving us a break at the beginning of the year here on these uh, stories this week? I think I am. This is stuff that you hope it doesn't happen to you, but you kind of giggle when it happens to other people.
4: And Mike, you even made the comment. It's good this week.
2: Yeah. Oh, Mike so uh, oh, okay. said that. You shouldn't be pissed uh, yeah. off is my point. That's all. Right. all. Yeah. Starting on a positive note. Positive. On the exciting itch. return of Who Sucks Less. And as we do every Monday through Friday, you get more Men's Room exclusively on Odyssey and the Odyssey app with the Men's Room Happy Hour. We have props. Had a, a really nice long break there over the holiday. A lot of us did a lot of different things. So uh, uh, we'll tell some of the uh, the stories that, uh, that happened to us over the course of those few yeah. weeks, which some were more interesting than others. Others that I had were absolutely ridiculous. But we'll talk about that coming up on the Men's Room Appier. If you don't have the Odyssey app, download it now. It's absolutely free. Hopefully, it saved your life over the break if you want to catch our show or uh, anything uh, as far as KISW is concerned. All the podcasts are on there, the weekly podcast. You get the idea. Men's Room Appier, man. Ted, I have a story for you coming up <laughs> concerning the Men's Room Radio channel. As you know, we all get to pick up 50 songs. Uh-huh. We put them mm-hmm. together last year. We all do. We're going to have new songs for you this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll probably change it up a couple different times. But uh, we all got some selections. And so uh, I'll get into the story coming up. But, I mean, right. man, you burned my ass <laughs> horribly, like twice in a, in an hour period. I mean, it was absolutely... The most, I, I was, I almost wanted to crawl into a shell <laughs> and die. Well, I noticed you were on the text talking about it. Like, I kind of forgotten. I was oh, like, yeah. oh, nice. Had a good week. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> that, that was great. Yeah, I'll, I'll tell that story coming up with the happy hour. I thought I was going to get beat up by a 75-year-old woman. Oh, cheered yeah. for the wrong team? Uh, no. I, I will tell you the story. you understand exactly what the hell happened. <laughs> coming up with the Mensor Map I'm like, you've got to be kidding me, man. I just texted him happy birthday and he's doing me this way. <laughs> 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 so uh, join us for the Men's Map on episode number 516 coming up exclusively on Odyssey and the Odyssey app. And as we start out the brand new year. A couple of things going on. I can't believe 2024 is here. A uh, year went by way too fast. At least we weren't in the middle of a pandemic like we have been the last sure, few sure. weeks. Mm-hmm. There were some, definitely some positive things that uh, happened along the way. I, for one, need to relearn how to not cuss on the airwaves, as I typically kind of uh, slip into miles mode when we're not on the air. Uh, so I do well because the kids were around. Yeah, I mean, so does cuss
4: much. Yeah, yeah. You know, the wife still does. They still know a lot of words. And actually, my daughter, clearly, she's picked up a few cuss words. I will not say what it was, but uh, <laughs> they got a Christmas gift. And uh-huh. it, it's probably more for my son than it is my daughter. But my daughter, her back is to me. So she looks at the gift and says, well, he'll be really effing happy. Then she turns around <laughs> like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. I so said, look. I'm standing here, so a little frickin' respect, right? But also, mm-hmm. you're not wrong. Yeah. He will be very effing happy. Yes, you never. Right. it. Oh, oh. Here's like, a She used it proper. Right, that's yeah. and that's the thing. Where I'm like, you used it in the right context. So kudos for that, man. I mean, you're paying attention mm-hmm. and you get comprehension. But don't.
2: Yeah. I got a. Uh, on the first story. We got a man who won thirty thousand dollars. Uh, as a prize from a uh, stocking stuffer, uh, not a socking stuffer, as you said earlier. Is that what I said? A socking stuffer. A socking stuffer. That sounds like a good hard
4: punch. Get to that it. sounds bad. Get to but sh- she's a real stuffer. St- Somebody asked me over the break. So they were like, hey, man, do you fill the kids' uh, stockings up with crap? And we're like, no. And she couldn't believe it. She's like, oh, dude, we absolutely do it. So my wife and I said, all right, well, so we're not look like those parents. Uh, what should we put in there? And then we remembered they still have this whole bag full of Halloween candy. So basically we gave them their own candy back. But the weird thing is, while they have not been eating it since Halloween, once you put it in the, the uh st- stocking stocking, thank you. Jesus. Once you put it in the stocking, now the candy's delicious again. But this woman pointed out, she goes, Well, we always put scratch offs into the stocking. I said, I will never do that. I won't do that in ten million mm-hmm. years, because if they win,
2: I'm pissed. No, you, you can't you, even it you, you scratched it. You sign off. You you won. They didn't win. There is the scratcher. But, I mean, even when yeah. I got older, my mom would put some miniatures in there.
4: Booze minis? Yeah. In your stocking? Why not? Yeah. Uh, 21. My parents used to put oh, it Oh, 21. Okay. So I said, okay. when we got older. I thought you, okay. My bad. I'm picturing like my everything, kid's age. Like, no. Everything man.
2: my parents gave me in the stocking was something that was an obvious necessity. Underwear. No, socks. it was like two sticks of deodorant. Oh, Minute. Or it. Or it was uh, yeah, toothbrush, right. toothpaste, like things like that. Like, you stink. You stink. Here's some soap. You stink. Right. Like all that kind of crap. Did right. you have your orange? My own, you know, razor. An orange? Or, I don't know. We always, you had to have at least one orange in the bottom of the stocking. Is that a thing
4: or is that a Smith family thing?
2: I know other people do it, but I can't remember for the life of me where it
4: started. I don't know, man. It's the first year that we actually did it. Like I said, we took their old ass Halloween candy, put it in there, and they were more than happy to eat it again.
2: Yeah. So uh, this guy wins $30,000. Quick story for you. I go into a casino over the break, which I I typically don't end up in casinos most of the time. Whenever I do, I have a great, great time. Sure. It's just proximity to where I live. So go to a casino, have $100. I'm like, I'm going to spend $100. And when the $100 is done, it's not that I won't keep drinking. It's not that I won't keep watching this football game that's on. But when I'm done spending the money, I'm done spending the money. I get down to $1. One freaking dollar. On a old school slot machine where you can't even press the button. They have oh, you they actually have to pull, have to pull the, the pull hand. They which have be, is awesome. They don't it's hard have, to find them. Mm-hmm. They don't have the option for the button, which I'm like, this is an old ass machine, man. I put in one more dollar, the last credit I had. Ding, 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 all right, two the wrong in my way. pocket. I'm like, all right, all right, this is this is what I'm talking about. Did you actually walk out with the one fifty, or did it did, go toward more Oh, drinks? no, 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 no. Oh. I, I'm sure I drank more on it, but I did not put <laughs> any more money <laughs> into the machine. Into That's the machine. question. Yes, right. exactly. So uh, they said Santa had a very nice present for a Maryland man this past Christmas. Grant Johnson of Thurmont, Maryland won $30,000 from a... $3 Peppermint Payout Multiplier Scratch-Off Ticket he received as a stocking stuffer from his longtime friend, Adrian uh, Adrian Cahill. Adrian. He needs it, man. There's a Thermont. Is that a bad joint? I don't know where it's at. No, it's just a tiny little town. There's not mm-hmm. much there. You've passed by it, probably traveling through the state of Maryland. I just never knew people lived there. They, they <laughs> also happen to be roommates. They have a tradition of exchanging lottery tickets as stocking stuffers. But doesn't that make it awkward? Little did We're they know... roommates. You gave me a scrap. This mm-hmm. is why I would never give yeah. one away. I just won right. $30,000. One of Johnson's tickets this time would turn out to be a lucky one. Here's what I would do. If this is our tradition and we spend 50 bucks a piece, yeah. all right. All right. I buy the games for you that I think are the games that I would play. You buy the games for me. The bottom line is, whatever the pot is, we're split. See, that's my problem. That's how I would it. It's, it's a like gift. If bought, if no, no, bought, no, it's a right, fail right? right. No, no, It's a gift. What we could
4: say is. It is, but. No, no. It's like the chess piece when you take your finger off. That is the move you made. Once you put it in my stocking, I get ownership of this. But now you can make a deal. If, no, no. You can we, cut a deal. I would not cut a deal. If we wake up Christmas morning and you just hand it to me and say, hey, let's scratch these. Let's pull together and see what we win. I go, okay, we're splitting this. But, bro, you put, you put it in my stocking. Your finger is now, off it's the chess piece. If we,
2: it's different if we walk into a casino. That's all mine. Because we all play different games. We all bet different amounts. I agree with that, but too. It's 50-50 on the split. This is kind of like the idea when people pool together but do you, on Powerball. And but, and they are, but they, do they, we they have know to, they're doing that. What right. you're talking about is giving yes. each other gifts and saying,
4: but if you win, win. I want some of it.
2: Right, right. That's different. Yeah.
4: You have to have that agreement in writing
2: before we do this. That's like, In which like, case, like, don't put it in my that, stocking. It's that's like, that's like saying, we're out to uh, I don't know, but we're, we're going to eat and watch a football game at a bar, right? And you say, I'm going to gift you with this plate of nachos. Do you really think that they're just mine? Again, completely, you're you're using apples and oranges. These are two. You're making everything you no, make is you, a different. No, a gift. You took your finger off the piece. You oh, did. These yeah. nachos are mine when you gifted me this plate of nachos. If it's a thirty thousand
4: dollar <laughs> plate of nachos, right. I will let you eat them all. Okay. I will not touch one because I just spent thirty thousand dollars on them. But if you put it in my stocking like this, mm-hmm. and based on that, you know I'd lie. Well, here's I would scratch okay,
2: it, and you but, did you, nah, but, man. Okay, th- listen to what she says. I bought him the three dollar ticket as a joke because he likes the thirty dollar ones and the twenty dollar ones and the tens he occasionally picks a five dollar one all right all I right. like the two and the three dollars ones okay uh, he'll told uh, good morning America so I picked his tickets first and then he picked mine so he picked the bigger ones for her 20 thirty dollar ten dollar tickets she bought him nothing but two and three so he scratch-ups. spent more money. I think the denomination was the same amount, just okay, but different per right, ticket. Right, gotcha. He only gotcha. buys the cheaper ones, he buys the more expensive ones. So maybe she only bought him two or three tickets, uh, or, or, or he bought her those, and she bought him, you know, 30 tickets because of the right, right. $2, whatever. I mean, look, I gave some away as white elephant gifts, and I stayed at the one party long enough where I saw somebody win like 100 bucks off one of them
4: hundred bucks. And like I was like, liver. "That's
2: awesome! Good for you!" Go I used, that gift
4: worked. I used to, have to go around uh, back when we were doing our radio in Baltimore, covering the Baltimore Ravens. We would go to the tailgate. I'm working alongside the Maryland State Lottery, and it's pretty cool. They would walk around and just hand out scratch offs. Yeah, right. And and every tailgate you go up to, hey, you guys want scratch offs? Everyone says yeah. On one occasion, we gave probably twelve tickets away to this one tailgate. We are now walking away, and I hear this woman scream. Everyone cheers. She won twenty thousand mm-hmm. dollars. I cannot explain how irritated I was, and I'm like, yeah. I'm happy for her, but I'm like, Jesus, I got a, a handful of these things, and I can't even do them mm-hmm. legally. I just gave you twenty thousand dollars. I think I got a Jello shot in return. It says <laughs> when we, uh,
2: when we bought the tickets, I was being funny about it. Uh, before we purchased the tickets for each other at the machine, I had her and myself exchange our money. So we would spend each other's money on each other's tickets. All right. Kind of being silly about it, but I think that's something that's going to stick now. Two friends found out that Johnson had the winning ticket. They said they were so excited they ended up staying up all night. We were both really shocked. He checked the ticket three or four times. He's like, can you check this for me again? And I checked him three or four more times. Uh, I said, nope. Got on the Maryland Lottery app. I scanned the ticket and it came up. Congratulations. You are a $30,000 winner. I'm a pretty calm person, but it was a nice relief, a nice Christmas gift. Johnson added. He said he plans on using some of the $30,000, the most he's ever won from a scratch off, on necessities like paying off a car that he and Cahill do share. Okay. And some bills, but also saving uh, for some leisure time, too. Rest of the money, I'll break it up and uh, put it away for whatever else we may need it for. Uh, Andrea is my roommate, so we can help each other out a lot. He is uh, 36 years old. I also put some money on the uh, uh, way for travel. like to go to Scotland or Ireland. I wonder if that's the one only uh, Buddy Rugo. Or Rugo, or whatever. <laughs> Buddy Rugrow? Rugo? Rugo? Yeah, he was right? the one who used to hand me the blocks and tickets and just go... Yeah, and, and hand, hand them to other people. Both, yeah. Like and watch
4: them win. Buddy Rugal, Buddy Rugal. Buddy Rugo, uh, Somebody here who's kind of tracking with me says, hey... Uh, To redeem a lottery ticket, you must sign the back. Now, if the giver signs the back before giving it, then the giver controls who wins what. See, that's my power move. Like, okay, yeah, I gave this to you, but on the off chance that you win a lot of money, I signed it, bitch. I'm getting something out of it. Yeah, at that point, just don't give him a gift. That's true, but it's, but it's, it's not listening. a gift. It's not a gift. It's not a gift. That's how you always a, I'm
2: allowing you to try to make me money. <laughs> yeah, the gift is you get to scratch it. Right. Yeah. It's like, it's like giving money to a stock. It's like giving money to a stockbroker. You know what I mean? Right. Like, I give you this money, but you better make me some.
4: Uh, someone here says, I would at least cover the next month's rent as a courtesy and a thank you. See, that's, that's a nice move. Mm-hmm. You like, said right, they live
2: together or they're long-time friends? They live okay, both. Both well, hold on. I'm like, we win $30,000. Right. I'm living with a roommate. I mean... Wait, we do or you do? All right. I got a female roommate. Okay. And I win $30,000. Or she wins $30,000. We're up all night, mm-hmm. even if we've never consummated the deal. <laughs> You're <laughs> saying you got laid on that? Night. Oh, hey, yeah. Hey, go, hey, finally, man. Let's, let's, let's Let's throw it down. Even then, I've never been attracted to you. We're I mean, having sex we gotta, tonight. We want $30,000, baby. That's so, what I'm saying. He <laughs> won it. She bought it. Like, I'm imagining as if they haven't hooked up, then they, either way, he's going to spend a, plenty of money on her. Damn right yeah. he is. I'm just saying. I mean, I'm your roommate. We live together. Obviously, it's going to be Long-time friends. Long-time friends. Throw him some of that. Uh, by the way,
4: Ted, you'll be happy to know, says, so kids, we always got the same stuff in our stockings. We had an orange or an apple at the bottom, some nuts, a deck of cards, a yo-yo, some candy, blah, blah, blah. I get a yo-yo. Someone else says, uh, always had an orange in my stockings. Is it a Catholic thing? Could be. It might be. Someone else, Ted, my parents would put oranges in our stockings, too. I've never heard of this
2: before today. Hmm. Yeah, I was, I was talking to Taryn about it over the break. And somebody else was like, what are you guys talking about? It's like, you got to put an orange in there. It's just part of the deal. And then there was always candy. I've never candy, heard of that. Candy, and you're right, like a yo-yo. Like, candy cane. It's canes, a toy, it's but it's toys. not
5: like a toy toy. Yeah.
2: It's a toy that you get like at the bottom of the
4: Happy Meal or out of a cereal box. Yep.
2: Yeah. Our question, what happened last year that you hope does not happen again? And what happened that you really hope does? 206-803-ROCK. Hello, Cheyenne. Welcome to the men's room.
3: Hola, gentlemen. Hola. Hola. So, I, I do have something that I definitely hope happens again. So, I've shared on the show before that uh, I'm a Jaguar fan, and I went to Jacksonville this time last year to see them play the Titans for the division. And uh, this year, I find out on Sunday if they go to the playoffs. And if they do, I've got a ticket waiting for me for the home game that would ensue. So, oh, really? Fine. So,
4: okay. if they do go, yeah. so are, they, are they playing is, the Titans again this year to close who, it out? Yes, they are. What is the math? So, what has to happen? There's always a mathematic equation when you're on the boat. Are they win and they're in, or do they need
3: help? Win and they're in, and if they lose, there's, like, you know... They need the Colts need to lose, right, they yeah, need Houston yeah. to lose. So, basically,
2: the, the, their destiny is in their own uh, control if, if they win, but otherwise, they still yeah. have an outside shot. But what? how are you
4: feeling about this? Because, let's face it, they've kind of fallen apart in the last few weeks. Is Trevor Lawrence yeah. going to play this Sunday, or is he still out? He's a full
3: go. Christian uh, Kirk... Despite being on, uh, having had core muscle surgery, looks like he's going to go this week. And so is one of their other receivers, Zay Jones, that they haven't really had. So, Giant, I got to ask. uh,
2: Did you just randomly pick this team out of the air? How how does one become a Jaguar? Without living in Jacksonville. If if you've ever read anything about the NFL, Jacksonville has the lowest fan base. Now, not in Europe, Uh, they do very well there. But as far as merchandise sales go, And season ticket availability and all these different things, where they equate the stats. Jacksonville's the last; it's thirty second. I think. I mean, I'm guessing, Cheyenne. You just picked them as you live in an open territory.
3: There's no team. Well, basically, all you ever hear about around here is in South Dakota is the Broncos and the Vikings, and uh, I hate the Broncos. And back in like '97, I think it was in the divisional round, they went in and beat the Broncos. So I was a fan. Yes. Hmm. All right. That okay. makes it hey man, I hope they get in. Yeah. Do you
2: guys see that uh, Kirk Cousins who's injured and obviously not playing for the rest of the year? They have this tradition, kinda like the twelfth man flag, but oh, yeah, so they they, they they blow this big Viking horn. Right. right. He, he comes oh, out yeah. there, He comes out there with this kid who's probably like four, maybe five <laughs> years old. They're both shirtless. He's got like the Viking helmet on. And know, Cousin's like, got that big gold chain. And all I can think about is all the drops we play. like, you like that. Yeah. You like that. I'm like, man, you couldn't pay me to get up shirtless in front of 70,000 people for like $100,000 and be like, hell no, man. That picture will go viral and I'll never get laid again. <laughs> Ever okay. again. Me shirtless in front of 70,000 people. Miles likes to save the I disappointment. Mean, he is a professional so, athlete. I know. He is yeah. bad. <laughs> yeah, I do kind of a job. Oh, wait a minute, man. Can I, just, can I wear my shirt? Come on. Give me a break. Uh,
4: by the way, back to the scratch offs. This person, look. Look, I'm just a bitch about it. This person's actually maniacal. It says, just scan the lottery tickets at the store without scratching. Give away the unscratched losers. Ooh. See? I'm going to say this one more time. Just <laughs> hey, people,
2: if, if this is what we're at, just don't give them gifts. Yeah, yeah. but it's the
4: thought that counts to the person. No, i still, still excited. Your to thought it. is evil. Just it don't is. give the gift, yep. but they're excited
2: to scratch. Only you know they're going to lose. Our question What happened last year that you hope does not happen again? And what happened that you really hope does? 206 803 Rock.
0: KISW. The shenanigans continue.
2: This is the men's room with Miles and Thrill. Question What happened last year that you hope does not happen again? And what happened? That you really hope does. 206-803-ROCK. We just reset the phone lines. We've been out for a little while, so the computer is back up and running. If you were on hold, call back. 206-803-ROCK. So what do
4: you hope happens last year doesn't happen this year? That's one.
2: By the way, back to the oranges and
4: the stockings, Ted. We are making some... Someone actually doing research that says it looks like the oranges and stockings thing is a call back to St. Nicholas Origins, where he gave a man three gold orbs, now being oranges, to prevent his daughter's from being sold into slavery. That's beautiful. Uh, Someone else says, oranges and stockings, I think, originated from the Great Depression since it was the only sweet thing that was affordable. My grandmother does the same thing for us. She was born in 1922. And someone else says an orange in your stocking started during the Great Depression. It was a way to fill the stockings with something sweet without having to spend a ton of money for delicacies like chocolate and candles. They also say walnuts were used. Frankly, I'd be pissed if I got walnuts instead of oranges.
2: Out of the mm-hmm. two options. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, as I say, one of the uh, one of the most important things in life is your health. You you take it for yeah, granted yep, until yep. something goes wrong. I think last year was the first year in a long time that I didn't have anything. Health-wise, it was too severe. I battled COVID once last year. Which but no was, butt stuff? No. Well, I had a colonoscopy, and it, it's really not the procedure. It's the day before it's the right. Uh, so that's always a pain in the butt, but I'm glad I got that over with. Sure, sure. But knock on wood, man, I did not have any uh, terrible medical things happen to me, which have happened in the past, which was a good thing for the most part. Yeah. Body was healthy, and, you know, I got to enjoy myself. I always take it for granted until something bad happens. I think everyone does. Because, you know, if, if yeah, there's nothing yeah.
4: wrong with you, there's no reason why you think about your physical health, unless you're going to the gym or something. Right. But, yeah, you get a sore throat, runny nose, mm-hmm. pink eye, you know, like right. A.E. Dave, something like that, <laughs> you know. yeah. Or and you then just, you very much just want to, you just want to get back to being healthy. Oh and you God. tell yourself, you know, I'll never take it for granted again. Sure you will. I had a planner issue, the,
2: the heel of your foot. Yeah. That lasted right. for eight months one year. And I, I, mean, I mean, it was just, it never went away. It was just one of those things that was just constantly just badgering me. I get, you get out of bed, you're like, oh, God, you just want to crumble on yeah. the floor. So longer you don't stand up. I'll oh, we say it all the time. I think about just when you get a cold. If you get a sore throat. I think that's the worst part it's of a awful, cold. It's awful, right? you just say like, I don't know, you know, and then once you get swallow again, so like, yeah, I'm fine. Don't sweat. Yeah, I'm, I'm good. good. Don't worry about it. I'm good. Oh, this is not how you want to end up as far as the world of medical procedures go. A man who alleges that a poorly executed penis enlargement procedure left him with a diminished manhood is pursuing legal action against the doctor. Diminished manhood. This is a wealthy guy. He is, uh, I think his name is Ilser. He is a banker in Turkey. And he sought the services of Dr. Helik Soyleves to enhance his 4.7 inch penis. All right. what's, what's the international average? Isn't it around... Probably 4.5, I believe. Maybe 5. Yeah, about, I'm not sure. I think uh,
4: the average hit around 5 inches. I saw
2: a whole chart about this on uh, Reddit as far as the countries where the largest penises in the world... And the ones with the smallest. The smallest. Because it wasn't like the Cambodia, world. the smallest, I believe. It
5: was like Cambodia, Thailand. There was right. There was a number of... Uh, Laos, maybe? Or, right. uh, a review published in the 2007 issue of BJU International <laughs> shows the average erect <laughs> penis length to be about 5.5 to 6.3 mm. inches. Okay, so he's below...
2: Yeah. the. The international average and by almost half like, an inch. Then you get to, like, I don't know, Cameroon or something. And oh, people, yeah. They, they just start measuring up from the kneecap. <laughs> <laughs> His point differential, <laughs> Three inches above the kneecap, you know, that kind of a thing. Uh, either way, uh, in the legal documents, the, the man says the doctor assured him a minimum increase of a little over an inch, so 1.1 inches. Also, 1.1 inches in girth. But reports suggest the procedure performed in January 2022 resulted in Disaster leaving him with a smaller and scarred member. Instead of the anticipated increase of up to maybe possibly two inches, he claims the operation reduced his manhood to a mere 4.3 inches and not nearly as attractive as it was before, apparently. He is now seeking about 13,000 pounds in compensation. 14
4: grand, somewhere around
2: there. Yep. Doctors then performed a second procedure. By the way,
4: I would ask for more than that if you made my penis smaller and left it scarred. Like yeah, I'm going to want more than 15 grand, bro. Like sorry, that
2: come yeah, on. Yep. Yeah. And uh they tried to address the bleeding that was going on, limit the damage following the attempt on the extension. He claims he's still enduring excruciating pain as a result of the alleged botched surgery. I'm sorry, man, if I have excruciating pain and they botched my penile enhancement surgery. Yeah. 13,000 pounds ain't going to cut it. That's what I'm saying.
4: I would ask for a <laughs> lot, lot. I more mean, money. And, and look, it was, it was a a a male that performed the surgery, so you mm-hmm. can just look at him and say, you understand the
2: self importance that all men have yeah. around their penis. Even though he had uh, severe pain, it, he says that his penis is now severely disfigured and even now diminished. It has noticeable scars and is not nearly attractive as it was before the procedure. So it's smaller and uglier. That is correct. <laughs> Uh, the doctor, however, says there is no fault in the procedure I performed. His defense team argues that due to the patient's anatomical structure, there was a risk of the operation resulting in no elongation or less elongation than average. He also denies making any specific commitments to the patient regarding length of girth and challenged claims that the size of the Turkman's penis decreased following the surgery. Oof. He contends that the guy's demand for compensation is excessive. Characterized no, his, no it's an attempt to, just
4: to get rich, so to speak. He's already rich. This guy, the guy who got the surgery, is already mm-hmm. very well to do.
5: Well, and he's you know we never made any established size of what was, Okay, the procedure was supposed to make it bigger. I right. did it because I wanted to get it bigger. We had this discussion. You made it smaller. I don't care that we didn't that you didn't right. get the exact length that I asked you for. You made it smaller you, than it was. You, you did the That's opposite. The opposite. Right.
4: Yep. and it's scarred. Now,
5: have you guys? Well, hey, that's just cool. Chicks dig scars. They do. they when it's
2: on your penis? You want to see my scar? Yeah. Now, have you guys had any problems before ever as far as medical stuff going wrong? Medical stuff going wrong? No. No, didn't, nothing wrong. Ted, didn't you have a buddy who got the I mean, wrong no scoped or something like yeah. that? Yeah. Like, we were, we were teenagers. His brother was like 19. Right. He went to get arthroscopic surgery on his knee, and the nurse just marked up the wrong one. Oh! So they get in there and realize there's nothing wrong with his knee, have to do the other one. But, I mean, you know, like at the time, we thought his brother was the coolest guy in the world. He was like 19, and he was like, yeah, I got it like $100,000 or whatever. Like, he had gotten for it. Wow. Yeah, I've never had anything. I don't know if it did permanent damage to his good knee, but I can imagine you'd be super pissed if you had scars on your knee. And you're like, how did you mark the wrong one? But I think it's a little more common than we
4: think. Yes, I've heard that it happens more often than you'd think, which kills me because you would, like L's and R's do not look remotely alike, and I yeah. feel like when they fill out the chart, you know, assuming that they get that part right, like how do you mess that up, or does it happen at the time that they write it down? Uh,
2: I wonder. Look, if, I've got socks that have L and R written on them. I'm going to say 75 of the time when I take those socks off, I have not paid attention and they are on the wrong feet. But you do not well, have scars. Not, I'm not a doctor performing a surgery. I'm right. just saying I can't even get my socks right, dude. Now. I got a pair. There's just two L's.
0: What?
2: what? I know. <laughs> and, and I forget. So every few months, I'll like go to put them on and I'm like, where's the. I'm like, how's there only two L's? Hmm. That's the damnest thing I've ever heard. I know. Trust me. And then every time I do it, I feel more like a jackass. Like, why did I do this? I know there's only L's.
5: I also don't know if it's just Hollywood, but I feel like when people go into a surgery that it's very specific which arm, which leg needs to, needs to have the surgery, then you almost, if I'm not mistaken, they actually do decorate the one that's not supposed to be. Okay, put stuff inserted, on it. Right, yeah. Do not operate on this or something, and, they, and they'll they'll have fun with it. They'll put stickers. They'll paint all over it. They'll like the, pa- the patient themselves will will do something with whatever side needs to be left alone. Certainly, in that case, I do know oh, at one not point they're going to
4: amputate my arm, and I didn't have insurance. I'm young, but I cut the artery in my left arm, and as the doctor tells it, I have no recollection of this. He's like, dude, you basically you are out cold, and like anything, they discuss finances, and it's like, well, he doesn't have insurance, so first thing was. We're going to amputate his arm. His assumption was that I was right-handed, which 88% of the time is the right assumption, right? And he said, <laughs> your eyes popped open. You grabbed me by the collar and told me I am left-handed. I'm like, I didn't do that. He's like, oh, no, you did that, man. You were very clear about that. Anyway, I woke up, in you know, out of surgery, not even really knowing what happened and still had my arm. Unconscious you saved your mm-hmm. life. But that's the thing, man, because I always <laughs> think about that moment. You could have bled out and died, right, but you have no regrets because you're dead, yeah. But it's disturbing if you wake up and like you're you're missing a limb that you had before you fell asleep. Like that, that's to me a very tough pill to swallow. Not that you want to die, but there's
5: no, no regrets. You're gone. Speaking yeah. of speaking of medicals, uh medical procedures, that's one thing that I hope never happens. Honestly, not this, not just this year, but never again. I moved uh, yet again this year, or rather at, at the very year, end mm-hmm. of last year, and I, I, uh, I. My cat is a very confident cat, but when he gets scared, he gets very, very scared. And one thing that, that throws him off is boots on hard wood for whatever reason. He just really? can't take he can't take it. It freaks him out for whatever reason. Are you talking about female boots? the like, clack clack it, it clack, could be clack, the clack, clack of a female clack. boot it could be the the heavy stomp of a male boot like it does not Go matter on. he does not like the clack of of a boot on hardwood and uh so during the move we lock him up into a room and and uh, uh the dogs barking like crazy and he's he's found himself a corner and then he got scared to the point to where he starts shaking and he's never really quite <laughs> that scared uh But then when we get into the new place, we get everything all settled down. Everything's fine and dandy. He comes out of the litter box, and he's just moaning. He is not doing good at all. And he's he's laying down, and he's showing his his nether regions, and he's he's licking at it. And he keeps going into the litter box in and out, and it comes out dry every time.
4: How long did you wait before? Because you already know the first time he does it. You're like, man, this is either a satchel or butt problem. Right. I don't feel like dealing with it. Right? Please let well, us take and, care of it. You itself. know,
5: as he was presenting, I took a gander. Like, th- if I could see anything there, I was like, I don't know what's going on. The wife, this is her baby. She freaks out. We didn't take him inside, so we go over to Gig Harbor. We we go to a, we go to a twenty four hour vet hospital because it was like eight thirty when he decided to have this issue. And male cats, when they definitely uh, uh, when they're anxious, this is set off by anxiety. When we freak out, we as humans, when we freak out, we tend to have some gastrointestinal issues. We have to yeah, poop. We, we pee ourselves. poop exactly. ourselves. Right cats do the exact opposite especially male cats they actually swell up to the point to where he shut off uh his urethra he had a urethral Damn. blockage and okay. so and and that is fatal to male cats yes like within hours I think hours, it's fatal to any creature exactly get him inside so <laughs> Ended up I after, drowned on my own urine after I'm this sorry. move that we had to freaking do. Then we have then he has to go in there for surgery. He has a catheter that's put in to drain him, and then he's got go to go in. How tiny surgery. is that catheter? I don't know. I kind of wanted <laughs> to see. I mean, it. I'm no. just saying, like it's, it's a cat small. penis. And
4: how, right?
2: do you, and how do you nail that? I can see getting a vein <laughs> on anesthesia, <laughs> but I mean, you don't even know if your cat's male or female just by and looking at right. from the external right. aspect of that. So how do you even
5: know what you're hitting? I don't know, man. But you know, he's back to normal. He's fine. He's healthy. He's how good. long did it take him to get back to normal? Like a month, dude. Really? Do they right. shave that area down? Yes, there like they, they, they do. do they really? He's so got a you know, little bald spot I can finally see where. Was is it is it? that the first time is you really saw his penis? Is? Yes, it was. That's
4: odd, dude. That is odd. Have you to just take the whole
2: thing off with a razor?
4: Does it just look like a smaller version of a human penis? Because some animals. His like pigs backwards. have a corkscrew backwards.
5: Yeah, so he's got he's, he's got the it aims. He's, he's got the he's got the sheriff's star, and then he's got he's, he's got his little now his empty satchel. But right. then he's just got another little port down there that actually faces backwards. That he hmm. kind of it almost is a little independent down there to where he can move it really? around. But yeah, when when they squat to pee, it comes out of his back.
4: So when when cats have sex, are they like butt to butt?
5: Well, no, because, uh, like I said... Or can it, it, he flip it around the yeah, other he, way? he, he can kind of...
4: Oh, no, know, we're doing he, a good position. Oh, yeah, yeah. When that one goes under... On <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah. Yep. Yeah, I got yeah. the claws in there and everything. That was just... That I'm going to make song. this the year of the cap. What would that cost
5: you? Okay, so when we sat in there, they were quote, I'm actually very, very happy with what it cost me. Because they were saying, oh man, if something goes wrong, this could cost anywhere between you know $5,500 to $6,500. What do you mean if
4: something goes wrong? Because you say something's going wrong. Something has already gone wrong. So exactly. if something goes wrong, this is now on you. I so know. I have to cover it.
5: And that you- was my argument. Look, I brought my cat in to fix it. If, right. I, if you don't fix my cat and kill my cat, it doesn't cost me a dime. Right. Like, you did yeah. not do what I asked you to
4: do. What do you mean like but- if something <clears> goes wrong? Could you imagine just, uh, human surgery this way? Right. Oh, we're going to take your talents off, but hey. If we screw up, man, and we repair you so you don't die, it's going to cost you a little more.
5: Exactly. So, but uh, after the after the procedure went through, everything was totally fine. I think uh, all in total was like 3500 bucks. God, that's just so much. It's still a lot, but it's this cat's See, five no, years old, too. I know, but it's like. He's five years old, man. Penis, he's a new
4: cat. I feel like it should be done by size. All right, so now, like, if Minute Bowl needed that same kind of surgery in his penis, okay, it's going to cost $10,000. If, I don't know, a Cambodian guy goes in there based on the national <laughs> average, $150. Well, they, should do the same so thing on they
2: should do the same thing with checked baggage at the airport and the weight. I agree. And I, but, I mean, hell, I don't want to put a human being on a scale. I do. But you have control over your luggage. Listen, you know, I mean, you have control over so your weight to a degree for the most seven, part. whatever your weight is is your weight, right? They do it with helicopters,
4: right? When you get on a helicopter, if you're on one of those like tour helicopters, I've done it twice, and on both occasions, and I understand why, but the first thing they do is make you stand on a scale. Now, we did it once at Niagara Falls, and a woman wrote down, you couldn't even see what happened. You know about how much you weigh, but she'd look at this little digital thing, she'd write it down, pass it to the pilots, and then the pilots determine who they want on their helicopter based on weight distribution. It was understood. We did it in Hawaii, and they yell your weight out. And I'm not sweating it so much, but uh, put it in perspective, while we are waiting to see which helicopter we're going to get on, this Samoan family walks it in. And these are not a small people, right? So the dude, he gets on there. And I mean, it's like 320. He doesn't care. Broad shoulders, chest out. You know what I mean? He shuffles over. Dude, his wife stands on the scale. And I'm trying not to look. Right? It's, it's not funny, Mike. No, it's not. But this woman behind the counter, and she just yells it down the hall to whoever's recording everything. 385. And it's just, <laughs> Jesus Christ. But you can kind of see the shame on this poor woman. And it's like, dude, it's fine. That is your body type. You know what I mean? You are just big. But even her kids and her kids are like maybe 10 or 11 years old. 182.
2: Like, Jesus,
4: God, my God, man. So there's a little. It's kind of rough and it's screaming it down the hallway. They are. So everybody knows what you weigh. So if it's something that bugs you, I would say don't do a helicopter tour in Hawaii. All right. But this little old lady who had not said a word. She's very demure. She's sitting in the waiting room with us. And after they call out that family's weight. She leans over to me and the wife. She had not spoken a word to it. I hope they're not on my helicopter. <laughs> swear- oh, oh yeah, Jesus. no, swear to God. So when they finally put us all in helicopters, it's me, my wife, and the old lady, and she just looked like. I
2: am just like. Did me. they let them all go in the same helicopter, or they I,
4: break them up? We took off before they did, so I all don't right. know, or I don't know if you have to, They might have a different helicopter because of the one in Hawaii, the helicopter that landed and took us up. And this is from the pilot down to the helicopter. It looks like they found both of these things behind a garage of an abandoned house that had also been haunted. I mean, you go on there, and this guy just, I'm like, oh, my God. Either he knows exactly what he's doing or he's making it up on the fly. And this helicopter, man, mm-hmm. they, the one in Niagara Falls, everyone, these guys have crew cuts, big aviator glasses, and they literally stand with their hands on their hips like freaking Superman.
5: And their flight suits. and Oh,
4: hands. my God, dude. Yeah, and that, this was like the Cadillac of helicopters. And they don't scream your way down, but yeah, I wonder in Hawaii.
2: Three eighty five. Like, like oh. I mean, TC always had kind of a smaller one on Magna P. It was kind of like <laughs> TC if TC showed not one when
4: he upgraded. It's the only
2: reference for I have to helicopters in Hawaii. Mine too. And it's a God. It looked like that, but without the stripes. What the hell was that guy's name? We had him on our show.
4: Oh, uh, Robert something.
2: Feels like a Robert. No, he's uh... oh, is it God. ended a junior. What the hell is that looks guy? like? He I think he's it. from this area.
4: The guy who played TC?
2: Yeah, the helicopter pilot on Magnum. Didn't we have him on the program? We did. I actually remember that one. I just can't remember the guy's name. Oh, it's Roger E. Mosley. That's Roger Roger E. Mosley, yes. There we go. He came on and we had to explain to people who he is. And And he passed away. Oh, he did? Yeah. 2000 or 2000 or, or 2022. Okay. Okay, so fairly recently. All right. Correct. Add him to the list of people we've had on. They're no
0: longer around. Our question, what happened last year that you hope does not happen again? And what happened that you really hope does? 206-803-ROCK. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on What's in Your Podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds.